Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. man show from the show the interim head coach of texas state my man tj johnson seventh year in the year in sunbelt play doing big things tj my guy how you been brother Hi, what's up with you guys over in san marcos texas man man you know what i usually i can say it's a sunny day in san marcos that's not so true right now but uh it's not raining so it's not it's not quite southern california i can't say that it never rains but uh but certainly, you know, it's not a it's not a bad view out here in, in sunny San Marcos. But um, man, all is well. You know, we're chopping wood, man, trying to um, trying to take one step at a time. You know, focus on um, the moment that we're in, and uh, it's been good. You know, just like most of the teams in the country right now, trying to stay COVID free, um, and and really just trying to manage these young men's bodies and minds uh, as they uh, as they go down to the home stretch of this conference play. Yeah, it's seven three on the year, TJ. Man, you guys have played well, except for that one team, the, the Raging Cajuns, that gave me some trouble. But but it was, it was all close games, though. It wasn't like it was blowouts. So he could have won them games anyway. But like, think about just like how blessed your team is to be seven three top of the Western Division in the Sun Belt right now, knowing that you could have done better when things went your way here or there. So knowing you had big games on this weekend as well. So tell us about that, man. Keeping your, your guys' mindsets great, knowing that you're playing well and getting better day by day, as you said, chopping wood. Yeah, certainly, you know, whenever you're going to play against one of the best coach teams and most talented teams in the conference, you know, you want to give yourself an opportunity to win it. You know, those guys have been playing together quite a quite a bit and they've they, they got um they're well coached well prepared and they did a great job you know they came in here and swept us and uh, certainly we gave them all we all all that they could handle at their place they pulled out a game in overtime the first one in the second game at their place we were able to uh, you know play play well consistently in the second half so I think it's always going to be a tough matchup you know and um, certainly you know that's one of the teams that we we look forward to playing every year and um, and and hopefully that we can we can learn how to win like they've learned how to win throughout the courses um, of, of of the, the um, you know just of, of, of the of, of Coach Marlin's career you know he does a great job of preparing his team and he didn't even coach the last one but but he had one of his assistants here um, Brock did a great job with his team and prepared them and, and they, they they came in here and got the sweep so hats got to go off to them. Um, as far as, you know, UT Arlington, it's a rival game. So, you know, it's always an emotional game, you know, and hopefully our guys are ready to play. 
you know, I know Aggies don't have his guys ready to play as always. You know, it's always a tough game for, for us. Uh, they know us very well. And, um, you know, we're going to go out here and try to lock in and focus on the things on the controllables and um, and try to put our best foot forward. So um, it's the Sun Belt. You know, it's no easy wins in this league. You know, it's, it's, no, it's no time for a break. You know, so we got to lock in, we got to focus, and we got to be connected. So um, I'm hopeful that our guys are preparing themselves for um, for what looks to be an exciting finish to a great um, a great season thus far. TJ, you have a you have a, a nice big three, two guards and a forward there, man. They're really leading your way, man. Leading your top nine guys. Tell us about those three young men, man. What they individually mean to your roster, man. Yeah, absolutely. You know, without you know without returning, um, you know, Sunbelt Player of the Year, and, and not only Sunbelt Player of the Year, but Sunbelt Male Athlete of the Year, Nigel Pearson, we knew it was going to have to be by committee, you know. So, um, you know, definitely with um, Isaiah Small being our Swiss Army knife guy that can kind of do multiple things from the forward position and, uh, you know, his improved jump shot and, you know, certainly his ability to affect and impact the game on both ends has been great for us. You know, the emergence of Caleb Asbury as a consistent scorer and, uh, you know, an improved defender is important. You know, he's getting getting the minutes and uh, as, as his minutes improve uh, or increase, his play improves, I should say. And then, you know, just Mr. Mr. Everyday, Mr. Everyday, the general is, is Mason Harrell, you know. Um, you know, sometimes big things come in small packages and, um, you know, he, he has the heart of a lion. And, uh, you know, he, he's a he's a phenomenal player in person uh, with high level skill. And um, but most of all, man, he, he just is a dog day competitor. And, you know, when those when those three guys are clicking on all cylinders, I think we can be tough to beat. Most definitely. And like you said, man, having that guy that's there every day. No matter what, good brain shine, whatever, this guy gonna be there for you every day. Having that, knowing you have to have that guy to lead your team and to kind of be an example for everybody on your roster, that's to make you and your staff feel so good to know that Mason got your your back and can kind of give that the locker room that talk that you want them to give. But from him being a peer, he can kind of pass message along to those guys and get them all in line for for you to win these games you're winning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think it starts with with um, with this his upbringing. You know, and then, you know, just just his desire to be great, you know, and not make any excuses. Um, and um, and he works at it, man. You know, he works. He's not a player on our team that spends more hours in the gym. So um, I just have to say that, man, he comes from a great family. You know, his mother and his father and his grandparents and uh, have done a great job raising him. And, um, you know, he, he's a player that you, if you have to start a program today, you, you would want to start it with somebody like him. So he definitely makes my job a whole lot easier. It makes me look like I know what I'm doing. You know, um, you know, a, it, it, you don't have to have a great play when you have a great player. So, you know, just, just, just it's sometimes the play is just make a play. And he's been able to do that for us. Um, more often than not. So just, uh, just loving the debt, uh, appreciate him, and just his level of commitment and dedication to what it is that we're trying to do here. Now, when we talked this summer, you kind of didn't have the feel for how we all do these back-to-back. So since now, since we've done them, how is the feeling being having to prepare, having a weekly kind of routine with the back-to-backs, knowing that you got to play those two games? And how's it been trying to prepare your guys, knowing that you have a, a full routine now? You can kind of get them regimented in a certain way. So how's that been for you guys? It's real. 
and, and it's so real, you know, boss, you get so locked in to where you are. I can't remember us doing it different. You know what I'm saying? It's weird. It's like, this is, this is what we're doing. I can't remember us doing it different, you know? So, um, um, yeah, the, the most important thing for us was to get a routine, uh, and to be consistent in that win or lose, because you're going to, you're not going to win them all. And when you lose, you can't say it's the routine that caused us to lose, you know? So, you know, you just got to be extremely careful with that. Um, then home games, they look a little bit different than away games because of the time, you know, your shoot around's a little bit longer because you're at home. I mean, excuse me, a little bit later. So, because you're at home. So now you have to say, well, Am I going to use that shoot time? So just all kinds of things. You're not in a hotel, so you don't know what your guys are doing on a, the night before a game or the night after a game, but before another game. So it's just a. Um, so we try to um, we try to keep it the same, and that same as hey, man, this is a business trip. You know, uh, whether or not you're taking it um, literally or figuratively, this is a business trip. We we got a job to do. This is what we're here to do. You know. Um, Man, people are paying to come watch you play. Yeah, you know I mean, are you kidding me? You know, you guys will, will be playing somewhere for free. You know, you know. Um, but at the end of the day, I think we've come, you know, come to terms with who we are and our routine, and we're comfortable with it. And our guys are settled in it. So, um, you know, I, I'm just whatever back to backs, however long they last, uh, this is going to be our routine. Yeah, and the recovery piece for me is very important because I know with the Hawks players, they'll be NBA guys. The recovery piece off of back-to-back is always the roughest part. So for you guys, is it a rest day, a light lift day, or no nothing to get the guys' mindsets fresh again for the next week? How are you approaching that part part of the game there? Well, it's easier when you're on the road, like I said. You, yeah. I mean, you got them jokers right there with yourself. <laughs> basically, basically, we 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 have a uh, almost like a almost like a pregame meal after the game on Friday. So, you know, we're, we're eating good. We're eating salt grass or some kind of steak restaurant where they getting, where they eating pretty good after the game. So, um, and then, um, you know, and then they go straight to ice baths and, in in boots and, and they shut down, you know, and got PDL light and all kind of electrolytes going through them. You know, they got a certain level of fluid intake, and we shut it down. Then we wake them up late, you know, um, and get up somewhere around um, 10 o'clock, you know, which is not a team meal. It's basically you got breakfast in bed, you know, so we try to get them fed. And then somewhere around um, about 10.45, 10.50, bring them in, let them um, start watching film. And the, the motto is we get one day better. We're not addressing a whole lot of things. You know, you got all kind of pet peeves. If you don't think we can get better at it in one day, we're not showing it. Um, then right after film, they have about a, a 15 to 20 minute rehab session again, where they may even roll out or, or get stretched out with bands. Um, and then after that, we have pregame meal and we shut it down again and then we get back after it. So um, that's been our routine on the road. Our routine at home is pretty similar. Um, we do not go to shoot arounds, um, whether on Saturday. We're just not about to do that. Um, we're not gonna have walkthroughs, you know. I mean, we we prepare all, all throughout the week, and oh, and sure. um, once we shut it down, the hay is in the bone and it's go time. 
So if you're locked in and you're focused, uh, I tell our guys all the time, hey, man, where preparation meets opportunity, there is a challenge. You can't do but one or two things. You're either going to fight or you're going to flight. Bottom line, no excuses. Meet me at the scratch line, I'll be there. You know, so we, 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 we give our guys confidence that they're prepared. And um, once you do that, you let them know that this is an opportunity and there's a challenge and you need to meet it. And sometimes that could be mentally, that sometimes that could be emotionally, and sometimes that can be physically. And, and in the real good ones, real good games, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be all three. So um, so that's that's pretty much our routine. and We try to stick to it. And I think you showing it this year, TJ, 2020, COVID year, new interim coach, doing big things, brother. Your team should look at you as an example of opportunity and attacking it, attacking and winning because you could have been like, man, so this is a COVID year. I, we've, I just got to write this off. And But nah, man, you were attacking it head on and got your team playing well, positioned to do well in March, COVID willing. So I think, brother, you are the example for your team of perseverance and opportunity and getting the job done and attacking the day and winning the day. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it, man. Certainly humbling. Yes, indeed. That's TJ. I love you. I love you like a brother, man. But I gotta ask you, man, your Saints, man, they let me down, man. I was I was cheering for them. It was hard for me, TJ. You know, as <laughs> a Falcon, man, to cheer again for the Saints is hard. And when I ride with the Saints, TJ, you let me down. Cause I don't like Tom Brady in the book. And it's funny they did to me in fifth seventeen in Houston. I can't even get over that. So I need y'all to do it for me. What happened, man? You, man? Know, what? <laughs> you know what, man? Uh, it's, it, let me just say this, man. It's really hard to beat a team three times. And uh, and certainly they, they meet the necessary adjustments. Uh, I knew it was going to be hard. You know, our the, the Saints' biggest thing that they have going on, the best thing that they do is, um, is keep you guessing. You know, and, and um, with the injuries that we had, and Kamara being the only guy that was available in the backfield uh, was in the three-headed monster with, with Murray or Taysom Hill. And um, and then with, with Drew Brees not being able to throw the ball 40 yards down the field, more like 20, you know, Mike, Mike, Mike Thomas, you know, coming off the bad ankle, you know, no excuses. But um, to be a team that is peaking while you're declining is literally impossible. And those guys were peaking on the defensive side of the ball. And as you can see, um, I mean, there's some bad boys on the defensive side of the ball for the Buccaneers. And they, to me, they dominated the playoffs. And, that, and that's the, um, to me, that's the storyline. Tom Brady is great in his own right. But when your defense holds Patrick Mahomes to nine points and do what they did to the Saints and do what they did to Aaron Rodgers, man, what are we talking about here? Are we, oh, are yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, Ty Bowles, uh, man, the, the dude deserves a whole lot of credit, probably more than what he's getting for sure. I think Leftwich, Bowles, and Beginning Me deserve a job. Yeah, no question. <laughs> they, they, all three of them brothers deserve jobs for what they did. And, you know, Keith Armstrong was in Atlanta. The special teams coach uh, for the Bucks was in Atlanta with Dan Quinn. So I remember him as well. So now, TJ, I'm going to be honest with you. I think Jared Cook's fumble changed everything. Cause yeah. they they were driving to go up by fourteen, putting the bucks in a bind, and that fumble gave them gave them new life. And I'm like, dang, Jared, you gave yeah. them new life, you know? Cause you know, but that's been Jared Cook's career though. Even even, even in Tennessee, he fumbled in Green Bay. He fumbled. I mean, that's his thing. He holds the ball loose. So yeah. like, it's yeah, not surprising. 
talented young fella. He really is, you know, uh, but th there's still something missing. You know, there's still something missing. And, and, and like you say, it's been his whole career, something that, that it's something that if you're going to get better at it, you know, they say if you're ever going to be great, like the little things have to matter. And, and it has to bother you enough to where you're, you're offended by it and you're appalled by it. And, and that's, and you, 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 boss, you know, Tiki, Tiki used to turn that thing over. All the Tiki time. Fumbled the crap out of the ball all the time. And he said, you know what? I, I know I can block. I know I can run. I can catch out the backfield. What I can't do is hold on to the ball. So what did he do? Dedicated a whole off season to being able to hold on to the ball, change his clutch. If it makes me a little bit slower, I don't care. I'll get stronger. So maybe I can I, I can hold on to the ball a little bit. His placement, everything changed. And he, and he was phenomenal because he started holding on to the ball, started holding it high and tight. Oh, yeah. You know, and when, and when contact was coming, he protected it. Jared's still loose, you know, young. And uh, hopefully that's something that he needs to um, – that, that he, he that he's feels that he needs to change and he puts the time in, in to getting it done because – that certainly changed the momentum. You're absolutely right. You know who I like? Deontay Harris. Little kid Harris. I like that kid. He, uh, I, I like him a lot. I, I saw just I said, okay, I, I see you. I see you Peyton trying to use him more and more. I mean, next year, that guy should get a lot of touches because whether it's Taysom Hill or, or James Winston is the quarterback, it's probably going to be Hill based on what they're paying him. And Winston probably the backup, but he's going to get hurt doing what he do. So it's probably going to be Winston the backup, Hill starting, and Winston – be like Bridgewater, get him a job twenty twenty two somewhere. But I, I really do. I really love Harris for real. I, I like him a lot. I mean, I, I wish we can get to be honest, which I, I'd like to keep Taysom Hill where where he is. And I like to keep James where he is. I, I hope that we can get somebody that I think kind of fits us a little bit better. You know, I, the, the quality guys out there that kind of fits the mold a little bit better. Um, certainly, you know, it's a destination place. If you're a quarterback and you want to throw the ball 40 times a game, you certainly come there with, with all kind of weapons. But, you know, all of that is based upon people and their contracts and where they're at right now. So the I don't know. cap is bad, bro. Like the Falcons, the cap is terrible. Yeah, we, we, we haven't done a great job with that. So um, certainly Drew giving back $20 million or so helps out a little bit. But, you know, um, man, it's a brutal sport. These guys need their money. Um, and, you know, maybe we can do like um, – like um like like Tampa Bay did get something going for a year, try to put all, all our eggs in one basket, see if we can get it going one, one last time. I still think the Falcons are gonna be number number three in, in the division behind the Saints and the Bucks. We don't have a chance to beat neither one of y'all next year. I was gonna say it right here. I'm not I am not see, see TJ, TJ, I'm not a Fal I'm not a delusional. I'm a fan that's not delusional. I know where we stand. <laughs> we have a bad cap, agent Matt Ryan, agent Julio Jones, no I'm not, I'm not a fool. It's a tough division. It's a tough division, and um, and like you say, man, you you know you you gotta um, you you gotta um, you gotta come correct in this division. You can't be. It's not one for for for, for the old and faint at heart. So we gotta just try to get a good balance of of uh, young players. So um, but the talent is there. You know, um, on both sides of the ball for you guys. You guys got a young core receivers that are that are going to be some bad boys and certainly them, them them linebackers 
man, just something about them LSU linebackers. Them boys ain't playing around in the, in, in, in the NFL right now. Definitely. <laughs> y'all y'all got Debo over there, and you just saw what Devin White did. That number 45 is scary. If, if a linebacker wasn't number 45, he can play. Leave that boy alone. You got that right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just playing for a split. I was playing for a split between the Falcons and the Bucks and the, and the Saints. Because we'll sweep Carolina probably, but split with y'all. Because we ain't sweeping nobody. And hopefully with a new coach, we can close in the fourth quarter. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a problem for us. <laughs> I don't know how it's going to go, but, man, I'm just hoping we can stay healthy and just, and just, and just have a game. If we, can, if we can get the calls that they were calling against the, um, against the Chiefs, <laughs> Man, hell, we had three Super Bowl rings by now. If we had that officiating career. you all done got screwed in multiple years. I got, I got to be real. See, see, fans hate me today because I, I say I'm, I got to be Allen. I got to be fair. As much as I'm a Falcons biased, I'm an Allen's first. I got to be fair. Right. The Saints have been screwed. You know, I, 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 I got, I, I got to put my hatred of the notes of Saints aside and be truthful about it. <laughs> you got screwed. There's no other way to put it. We need some of them zebras they had on Sunday night. They were throwing that thing, throwing that long tail around. So hey. they want, they, they want, they want, they wanted to be a part of it. They said, "I ain't just come to the Super Bowl to watch." Um, hey. That's a play. And you know how Buzz and Bob's are gonna say they, 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 somebody called them and like, <laughs> like, like you know how the barbershop brothers be like. I mean, you know they paid them off. They know they paid them off. <laughs> Man, you know how the barbershop boys be going after the bread. You know how they be. But it's see, just tough, you know. There's so much contact that goes on. You can throw something on every play, but uh, at the end of the day, man, it, you know, you got to kind of let those, those those grown men, you know, they got to play through some of that stuff. No doubt, well, TJ. Good to talk to you about your Saints, man, and your team, brother. Hey, man, keep on chopping wood, and I'm gonna bang the drum for you. Texas State, do this man right, people. Come on now, get this man in there fully, fully, brothers. TJ, you my guy, man. I appreciate your time as always, brother. Stay safe and be blessed, my guy. Appreciate your ball, boss, man. God bless, man. You too, brother. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.